It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz. All right, let's do the business. Episode 53 of the Motown Rundown. Ryan Rabinowitz, Trent Bailey, Ryan Towns, you know the drill. How are we doing? Fantastic. I didn't even realize you just put record. I'm sorry. Press I did. I told you. I gave you yeah. the three, two, one. No, you did, but I was zoned out reading something. Usually I have a list of things to talk about in the intro, like of things that happened this past week that we were all involved in. I don't I got nothing. No? Nothing. What do you what have you been up to? You nothing. only have class two days. That, like, yeah, I have class Monday, is... Wednesday, so today was my Friday. And I had my third class of the day canceled today. So I've wow. been chilling. I'd be chilling, dog. It's cool. It's all cool up in the hood. So how about you getting on Collins last week for wearing a Pirates hat, and this week you're no. wearing a Nashville Predators t-shirt okay. that you probably caught <laughs> at the game. No, Am it I was wrong? on my seat. It was a whiteout, okay, okay. so there was a shirt on every it seat. It has a sponsor oh. on the back. Yeah, That's the only Smile Direct Club. Oh, wait, no free ads. Never mind. No, that <laughs> is, scratch that. <laughs> we we, we did get in trouble, I guess, on Sunday. Sloan was like, yeah, you guys can't be talking about restaurants. Yeah, like, you know who it was? It was George. George what? was the one that texted, I don't know. First of all, my roommate George. Yeah, apparently what? I don't know. There's I, a lot of people yeah. are named George, but apparently we were talking, and apparently we were. You know, my dad is. Yeah. My dad's still mad about the list. How is Harrison Roadhouse not on it? Ryan? I understand. How- we t- we gave it a shout out, but we were talking about our Sparty Awards was best restaurants or like spots to go eat in East Lansing, and apparently the programming people texted Sloan because he was here. Our, is he our director? Sports He's, director? Yeah, Sloan's or sports Oh, whatever. if it was programming, it wasn't my roommate. It was okay. the, the other George. Well, programming yeah. George, and again, I don't know who George <laughs> is, but love you, George. Yeah. Uh, he said that we were getting close a couple times to call to actions, which apparently is an FCC violation. First of all, <laughs> I don't know who the FCC is. It's definitely not an FCC to just like – the end, whatever it is, the yeah. ASPCA or whoever yeah, so is called. You can't <laughs> mention corporation names. Well, they said that you can't do a call to action. And I'm like, what? I didn't tell anyone to like go shoot up heroin in the parking lot. Really? I was just like, hey, <laughs> go check out, like, maybe go, maybe right. go check out Crunchies. Like, hey, like, Good I said, spot. like, Crunchies is like a must go right, when you're course, here in East yeah. Lansing. And they wanted to like, they're like, oh, you guys can't do that. You're yeah. getting close. Wait, we can do that on here, though, right? Because this is live dude. radio. I, I've asked, I ask every week if we can swear on this thing because sometimes my brain doesn't allow me to communicate properly if i can't swear well, and no one can yeah. give me a straight answer i don't know i have no idea yeah but here uh, i am yeah here I we do. are here we are so yeah that's that that's uh whatever well did you watch the bachelor on monday yes of course we will talk about the bachelor we have a lot to do today uh we'll <laughs> start off the show on a somber note we'll get to that in a second but we do have the bachelor the motor city minute and we'll talk lions for a second and then this week's edition of Who Am I, which is going to be hit or miss because I don't know. Apparently, Collins didn't prepare. No, I didn't I... prepare. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. I just, don't. Listen. Don't get defensive. I we do this to you because we can. We can rib you like that because you take it like a man. I I I will say I literally was here. I got here at five o'clock to record behind a mask, and we didn't end up recording today because some we had some issues with like scheduling, whatever. Okay. So I've just been chilling here. Did some homework. Just slipped my mind. I walked in the studio. I looked at Trent. I'm like, oh, I forgot to do that. But hey, I had the guy in my like head. 
I just need to get the facts. So I'm just going to go off his Wikipedia page. Okay. Trent has some backup, too, for Probably. emergencies like this. No, I'm good. We're you good. Know, okay. Well, that's good. Um, Be prepared. I don't know. Well, what else can we, like, talk about before the show starts? I mean, the show, I mean, I have nothing else. We might as well just talk about Kobe right now. Because it, it's been, like, such a weird, like, three days. Yeah, yeah it really has. It has. Uh, I, don't, I don't really care to get into... The details of everything, obviously, we all yeah. know Kobe Bryant, 41 years old, his daughter Gigi, 13, uh, passed away in a terrible helicopter accident on Sunday along with seven other passengers, I believe. So uh, don't want to leave them out. Um, obviously, that this is a Detroit sports podcast, and so we really don't have to talk about Kobe, but at the same time, it feels like we should and we have to. Um I found out, and I guess we could just kind of all go through our reactions, and I know everyone's really on the same page, but I was on the ice on Sunday with um, with the, the mini mites that I coach over at Suburban, and one of the coaches came up to me, and he was like, are you having a good day? And I'm like, yeah, my day's pretty good. He's like, you want it to get a lot worse? And I'm like, not really. And he goes, Kobe died. And I was like, Kobe who? Like, there's no one else in the yeah. world that I know is yeah. named Kobe, but yeah. I'm like, Kobe who? And he's like, Kobe Bryant. And I'm like, no, he's not dead. Like I saw him on TV last night, like with yeah. LeBron. Literally like the night before. Yeah, I'm like he's. Yeah. I'm like he's not dead. And he's like, I'm not even kidding you right now. I'm like, I am. I, it's still like when I when I say it and hear it. I don't think it's real. Still, I don't like. I don't believe. Like I don't believe it. You know what I mean? Because you see all these yeah. interviews of him on Twitter, and you see, you know, you go back and watch his games and his highlights, and you're like, that guy's like he's still around. You know, like where yeah. he's like we might just not see him for a while. Like he's around. So I don't. I really don't think that it has set in yet like i didn't believe it when i heard it and then like i was stuck on the ice so i'm like sitting there like and, and it was just so weird because i'm not a lakers fan obviously i wouldn't call myself a kobe fan i was a fan of kobe but i wasn't necessarily a kobe fan but you hear it and it just like the way your heart kind of sank was just it was so bizarre to me and it just it's been a really weird past three days because again this is someone who i don't know personally but this is like someone that we grew up with watching. Like, and I think some, I don't know who said it, um, but it was someone in the media of just saying how like he wasn't Jordan, but he was this generation's Jordan, like our generation's Jordan, if that makes sense. I like, I think what the thing about what we've heard like the last couple of days is just the cultural impact he's had just like on sports in general. And, and like my reaction to it, my like heart sank and stuff and like it was horrible and i'm not a kobe fan not a lakers fan anything like that i was like oh that's just that's horrible just like if you're a decent human being you understand that's horrible of course and the first thing i thought when i saw the helicopter crash is like because i knew why he used the helicopter because i've listened to interviews before i was like i hope like not to sound horrible i just hope he was by himself or something like that And, and i i think the thing that's like so messed up it's just like his daughter like i like i could like I'm not going to say I didn't lose sleep. I didn't, like, not to sound horrible, like, I- I've been watching videos the last couple of days, and it, j- like you said, it hasn't set in, but yeah. when you just see pictures of him and his daughter, it just, like, rips your yeah. heart out. Yeah. Just completely rips your heart out. I'm not going to be, like, this, it did affect me, but I'm not going to say, like, I was crying my eyes out over that. I'm not going to lie to you in that aspect. Right. But, I mean, it, like, just knowing that three kids under, f- what, 15 passed away? That's horrible. Like, and, and, like, if Kobe like Kobe Bryant dies at 41, that's tragic. But, hey, he lived a good 41 years. Yeah. And to see his daughter not to be able to live out 
a like a moderate life yeah, is if, horrible. If you asked him a hundred times out of a hundred, he'd say, you know, I'd die for my daughter. So yeah. it, it's just really and, unfortunate. And, yeah, and it's like the real the realization, just like those final moments, it just like it rips your heart out for all those families. Yeah, you don't yeah. even want to think about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, Draymond Green mentioned something about that. He's like, I can't imagine the helicopter dropping and me right. thinking I have to protect my daughter. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, because it wasn't even like an instant like thing. It right. was like a whatever. And I know again, I, you know, I I think part of the thing that angered me was like why I, I get like he uses the helicopter. He's used it millions of times. So yeah. it's not like it's a yeah a, like how could you? But it's yes. like you know they go up there and the conditions weren't right. Obviously. And it just sucks to think that, like, it wasn't like a, not that it makes it any better, but a boom, boom thing versus a, like, okay, we're going down and, like, this is it. Like, I can't even fathom it. Yeah, and I and, and I think that someone else on Twitter, I thought, said it perfectly of, I haven't felt like the world stands still like this since, like, Michael Jackson died. Right. Like, it's the same not kind of. Not even. It's, I think, yeah, it's like the same kind of feeling of it, just, like, everyone's affected. And even if you're not a sports fan or a Lakers fan or a Kobe fan, you sports play such an integral role in not only the United States, but the world to where like, this is a human being that his impact goes beyond basketball. I, I think like, especially with our generation, like I think the impact that it has probably on our parents, it's probably horrible for yeah. them, but it's completely different. Like this was like a lot of people's guy. Yeah. Like, and, and you hear all the things about saying Kobe when you go to the trash. But, like, honestly, growing up, it was like Kobe's the best player in the world right now. Yep. Or, like, or like LeBron. It's like Kobe versus LeBron. Growing up. Well, yeah, be- Kobe had it for, yeah, like, yeah. five yeah. years. Like, beating the Magic, like, then beating the Celtics. You just were like, wow, Kobe's a killer. Yep. Like, that's – he, like, really is. Like, and that's how people, like, described him. But it's just, like, it's just so weird. I it can't is, even, yeah. like, put it into words. And yeah. it's just – it is horrible to think about. I just I found out me and my buddy, my roommate were playing uh Xbox together. And then he just he paused the game and just freaked out and was like I don't I don't know if this is real, but it says Kobe just died. And I'm yeah. thinking, "What?" And he says Kobe died in a helicopter crash. So I immediately get on my phone. I'm like looking Yeah. I do a Google search and I see nothing. So I'm like it's a hoax, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just the the whole yeah. helicopter thing scared me cuz I like I know he takes helicopters everywhere. I'm yeah. like that, this seems pretty legit. And then of course the the reports hit. And look, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm a Kobe fan like you guys. I would even go as far as to say I didn't like Kobe at all when he played. But yeah. it's just the difference is I'm a basketball purist. I love the NBA. I love basketball. And when a guy like that, you you just have to realize the the impact that he actually had and what he means. You can't tell the story of basketball without Kobe Bryant. I nope. know that's a cliche. Yeah. And then the other thing, to Collins's point, as far as like this is our generation's guy. Or it's not some our, people, it's well, not our gen because I think LeBron is that. I just think he belongs to us. It's yeah. it's like. It's hard to explain because I don't think any, like, person who's, like, in their 50s or, like, maybe in their 40s who live outside L.A., Kobe Bryant was their favorite player or necessarily the best player they've seen. Because I think you're over the age of, like, 55 or 60. You're just like, oh, I love Bird and Magic. You're in that, like, 40 to 50 range. You're like, MJ was my guy. But from, like, 30 to, like, 15. Yeah, he was the face of the NBA. Well, and the the crazy thing about it is, like, L.A. Of course, Los Angeles, that market and everything. But... It, the the crazier thing about it is in the NBA, Bill Russell's not even dead yet. You know yeah. what I mean? The, the the only like superstars, the top fifteen players ever who are no longer with us is like Wilt Chamberlain, and that's kind of yeah. it. Yeah. You know, you look at the list. So that's just really tough. And and one more thing is just 
the worst part about it for me is obviously about his daughter. Ugh. But it's it's even the difference between Michael Jackson and in in uh, Prince and Elvis Presley dying. There was some for, some form of self destruction. You know, there was sure. there was drugs involved. Sure. There was something involved. You know, and, and like even John Lennon, he was assassinated. You know what I mean? This guy was on a plane, or excuse me, on a helicopter going to his daughter's basketball game to support his family. And yeah. you can't even, I mean, you can't even put into words how heartbreaking that is. I know, like, I, a lot of people, when these things happen, try to frame it and look at it like it's like a celebration of life. And that's the thing, like, if Bill Russell were to unfortunately pass away tomorrow, like, what a great life lived. He was an old man, like, a celebration of his life, lived a great life. This this sucks. Like, yeah. this effing, like, this yep. sucks. And it's still, like, when you say, like, you Google searched it and didn't see it, like, when I first heard it, and then I go look on my phone and, like, see the reports. I'm like, there's no way. Like, yeah, he's you 41. Just, Colby can't he's die. He's in great health. Like, and, and I just think that he's someone that I maybe took for granted as, like, this is someone who's going to be around. Like, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be 50 years old with my kids and be like, oh, yeah, like, that, that guy on TV they're interviewing is Kobe Bryant. Like, he played when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched him, whatever. Like, the fact that he's not even going to be at his own Hall of Fame, like, ceremony – is killer and like every every video you watch of these people that just tell their stories and get broken up by it like i don't think i'll ever get used to it and i don't know what the time frame is for it to like set in that like he's not here anymore and you're not going to see him on tv anymore i think it's a hall of fame speech when he's not getting yeah it. that's going to be tough like that's i think everyone's going to be tuned in i'm sure well, Shaq will be involved when's his birthday I, I, I don't know. It's yeah, I mean, I'll have to look. There's prayers right to those now. family. Yeah, I can't, like that's just unimaginable to think about. Yeah, can't even think I about mean, it. I guess I want to try to turn it to a more positive note. If you guys have any like favorite moments or what you took from his legacy, because I mean, again, I don't want to beat a dead horse here because it is tragic. It almost feels like I can't when I talk about it with friends. I just can't stop talking about it because it's so out out of this world, unreal to me, to where I don't even like feel it. Yeah. And I don't like it counts that I didn't like lose sleep over it, but it's one of those things like you're just sitting in class and you're like, you're just kind of like, there's no way like how, you know what I mean? So you, you see the little banner up on ESPN with his face. It's like in memoriam. You're just like, it does. It, it hasn't set in. Yeah. You're completely like, yeah. And you don't feel, you don't feel anything almost about right. it. You're almost like, wow. And then you see the things about his daughter and then you start like welling up and yeah. like, it like kills you. Yeah. But Kobe Bryant, 41 years young. Listen to this. This is crazy to me. When he retired, he had played basketball professionally longer than he hadn't. Yeah, that's insane. Insane career. Legend. Coming into the league at 17 years old, playing in Los Angeles. Son dealing of an NBA that. player. Yeah, it's just you You don't understand. It's it's like this This can't happen, and yet here we are. I don't know. I wouldn't say my, I have like a favorite Kobe moment because, like I said, I, I've watched Kobe, and I, I wasn't necessarily like a diehard Kobe fan. I just loved his shoes. He had great <laughs> shoes and great logo too. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I thought every commercial he did was pretty funny. And it just sucks because it looked like he was gonna be one of those guys who was gonna be more likable and just like let you in more in his post career. So that sucks. Yeah, so. as far as a Kobe moment goes, I and mean, honestly, when he was with his daughter, that like yeah. that video of him and his daughter talking courtside is probably my favorite Kobe Bryant moment. Right, and it to just think humanized that him. a couple months ago it was a joke when it first came yeah. out. Everyone was making fun of it. Like Kobe right now is talking to his daughter about how 
you know, you got to be cold blooded and you yeah. can't, you yeah. can't pass the ball. And now it's like, it's a beautiful clip and, and every, that is going to live yeah. forever. Yeah. And as far as a moment goes, I think I would have to just, I mean, it's cliche, but I'd have to say his last game. I will yeah. never forget that. I, rem- yeah. I remember I'd be up early the next day, but I kept watching because Kobe's dropping 60 yeah. in the last <laughs> game we're ever going to see him. Yeah. And then you're thinking, why the hell are you retiring? I, yeah. I don't know. Like It's just it's crazy. I, I, that's That also is my moment, too, and I know it's cliche, but it's just like when I – that whole event, there was so much – and it'll be the same for LeBron. Like yep. if LeBron announces his retirement, then that last game, all the eyes were on that game. It was such a special – and again, I don't watch NBA basketball every day, but I was tuned into that game, and I watched every single point, and from the, the intros to just during the game, like every time you'd make a shot, and then at the end there, how he capped it off and hit 60, it was like when once he walked off the court, that for me was kind of a moment too of like, like I'm like growing up now. Like I've, I've officially watched Kobe Bryant as someone who, since I've laid eyes on the game of basketball, professional basketball at a young age, and I've played, right my, played my video games, he's been there. He's been the guy. He's the guy that's 99 overall rating. He's the best in the NBA. Like it's all, like he's got his brand. It's all Kobe. And it's just, it's, it's unfathomable. I the word I used to describe it was incomprehensible, yeah. and it still to me is absolutely incomprehensible. But the biggest thing that I will take away from Kobe that I think that, that everyone has their brand and like their shtick and their motto of like what they try to transcend throughout the world. That Mamba mentality is like one so Kobe, and two I just think it's legendary. Like it's the most badass thing like to come out of sports in my opinion for like one single person to instill into the world of just like whatever that line is about like even when you feel like like even when you give up like you still have more to give or whatever like that just yeah. the, just hard work like you hear all these stories about him like Blake Griffin talked about he went on like a 40 mile bike ride the night before was in the gym at 7 a.m. lifting weights like out at practice putting up shots like that to me is almost so like it's so it makes him immortal like it's like this how is it possible yeah. for a human being to do stuff like this. So for me, you know, if there's one thing to carry away from his legacy is just that like, even though you think you're working hard, you can always be doing more, you know? And I think that everyone's, the ceiling to everyone's potential is a lot higher than you think. And if you put your nose to the grindstone and just in, and put in the work, good things come. And I, and I think my, my last thing to finish is just that, you know, I, and people have been saying it all week, like, and I, I don't know, was it, who said it on ESPN? About uh, why am I? I can't think of his name. About if you have little little spats with other people, Jay oh, was Jay, Jay Williams. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Just I I think you know you hear all the time about how short life is, and it's so hard. Like you know I understand that, and I hear that, and I believe it, and I try to live my life like that. I'm just knowing like, look, I'm not here for a very long time. Everything can be taken away tomorrow. So love everyone, be be a good person. But it's so hard to like live that way when you have you know school and homework and the like things are just buzzing by you in daily life. But really, like you know, it's so important just to love and live every day like it's your last, and not in a negative sense, but just like be excited to wake up each day and attack because that's what Kobe would have done. That's what he did do while he was alive. And again, I just he was someone that I just took for granted as like he's gonna be around the game for a long time and he'll, you know, go on his own terms and or for whatever that's worth of just, you know, it was I don't know, it wasn't supposed to happen and it's still to me just I don't know. I will say this too, because there's I mean, you obviously have to bring this up. Kobe necessarily wasn't the greatest like human being ever. Like he obviously yeah. has things in his past that are not good at all. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't like 
like take back from the like fact that this is a tragedy and that he affected a lot of people's lives in a positive way and that he lost his daughter too and nine seven other families like yep. so like i understand people did not and said well this hat like that's it's not the time for that those I, people are just ridiculous yeah. and, and no it's not even that like i understand you had because you can't tell the story of kobe without the that's whole true two, you can't yeah. you really can't without 2003 and what happened in denver you just can't and but at the same time it, it's one of those things like you realize you recognize that but that's not the story this yeah. like like this is a like say he died when he was 75 then and I, then I understand that being like more of a thing. Just mention it and move on because I I don't necessarily it's think it's very unsettling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, uh, terrible, terrible event that happened and been a tough couple of days. But again, prayers out to Kobe's family, the other family that was affected, and uh, someone that will remember forever. I think as long as I watch basketball, it's going to be you know when you see the Lakers play or you, you know you think about the all time greats. You know, obviously, when it's just gonna, you're gonna think of what could have been, what was, which was amazing to watch and incredible, and just again, I, it doesn't, it doesn't feel real, and it's definitely been something that's hanging over a lot of people's heads. But uh, so rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, uh, an absolute legend of the game. Uh, let's try to pick things up now. I know sad stuff, but uh, we do have a job to do on this show, and part of our job is to discuss The Bachelor. This was now episode four. Um, we now have transitioned into doing our own little podcast on the side, The Final Rose. Shout out to The Final Rose. Um, but we, I, as I promised, we would talk about every episode here. So this is where we get it all because you guys can't do The Final Rose today. I'm going to be sticking around. So um, episode four, first big thing, girls travel to Cleveland, Ohio. That was so funny. By the way, really funny, really funny moment kind of happened with my, me and my, the girls next door. We watched together because we all went to high school together. We're good friends. Not a big deal. We're watching this, and Chris Harrison's like, First, we're going to, you know, the heart of rock and roll in America. And I said Cleveland right when he did. And yeah. everyone was like, how did you know that? And I'm like. I already knew. I, is, I, I showed it in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that and that's where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. I don't know where else you'd think, like, like just, if, he, if he's yeah. going to say that. Anyways, you know, on. Cleveland, I just, Cleveland gets a bad rap. There's, there's some nice areas to it. I've been there a couple times. There's some nice areas. I get it, though. But the way they, like, all the girls got to say, like, oh, my gosh, we're going to Cleveland. It's like, really? Cleveland? Yeah, yeah well, that's how they Cleveland. were. They didn't get excited for it. What no, are you they, they definitely absolutely no, did. No, have you ever seen The Bachelor when they announce where they're going? They lose their minds. They were literally the opposite of that. They were like, oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah, and then they were, they were there. Have you ever watched The Bachelor? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I, I, well, I, I, know, I know, like, when they go on, like, the big trips, they get pumped. But, like, it's just, you just have to no, act excited for the camera. No. Also, it was just funny. They just <laughs> – I thought this was really funny. They just kept on going, wow, Cleveland is just blowing me away right now. I'm so surprised. <laughs> they, yeah. like, acted like it was war-torn, like, like, <laughs> yeah, fr- yeah. like, it, like country. It, yeah. it was unbelievable. I'm yep. like, it's still a major city. It's got to have some nice parts to it. Like, settle down, guys. Yeah, so they're in Cleveland, Ohio to start. Uh, the first thing, obviously the thing that everyone was looking forward to for this episode was the one-on-one Victoria F. Love it. Uh, they go to the, first of all, they go to Cedar Point, which I'm like, I hate roller coasters. I'm very afraid of roller coasters. I would have taken them to Kalahari. Right down the road in Sandusky, the pride of Sandusky, Ohio, Kalahari. So they get they get the whole park to themselves. <laughs> I just don't like roller coasters. I hate. I don't. Wa- I don't like roller coasters either. But at the same time, I love them. At the same time, though, like you're not gonna be like, let's go to a water park. 
Yeah, I know. I hear Like you. Cedar Point know, is like an actual tourist attraction. Yeah, let's go get hepatitis. Okay, come on. You're not getting the, he- <laughs> the water they, park. They no, it's clean. clean. It's clean. It's uh, clean. Stop. Okay, so the one along with Victoria F. Obviously, things get spicy and dicey when they go to the private concert with Chase Rice, and you come to find out that Victoria F. and Chase Rice once dated. So... Props to the producers. Kind of a scumbag move. Oh, yeah, I mean, Chase I think... Rice talked about it. How he, Did you hear what he said? Well, he didn't know that they were coming, right? He basically told his like, manager, he's like, you know, I've hooked up with this girl who's going on The Bachelor. I, I just want you to tell them that. And it's like, <laughs> his manager and his team are basically like, no, they wouldn't do that to you. They, like, <laughs> they <laughs> And they just did it to him. Yeah, dude. Every, I, I would be livid if I was him, oh, honestly. It, honestly. I don't know how he kept his composure. He performed the dude. whole song and everything. I will say this, Chase Rice, best like marketing slash advertising he could have done last night. Yeah, that's that's true. That is true. Like, yeah. you, you, like you get the people who don't listen to country music, which I understand. You don't like country music, not your thing. Whatever. You get the people. Ooh, who is Chase Rice? Because he's a good looking cat. Yeah, he is. He's a good looking cat, and people are like, who's Chase Rice? Is he single? Like, should he be the Bachelor? You're right. And then you're like, maybe I'll check down his Spotify. Maybe if it's a, like that's why like that moment kind of works for him too. Yeah, it like does. Like, you could argue it was better for him than it was for The Bachelor. Admittedly, I'm not a big Chase Rice guy. <clears throat> Love him. And I, I know, like, Colin's friend Will, playing on our play football team, shout out Will, yeah. he tweeted, big Chase Rice guy. And I saw that it was one retweet and six likes. And I knew in, like, my soul, I'm like, this retweet is Ryan Collins. It was. I <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, if, I went to check, and I'm like, if it's him, I'm going to give him crap for it tomorrow. But it was him. I'm not a big Chase Rice guy. No, I'm not no. going to get into, like, why, but I just don't I don't think he's that I, guy. I, I think he's objectively a bad singer. But okay. I just think the tweet basically was just, like, big Chase Rice guy. Like, the fact you're like, I was rooting for Chase Rice yeah. in that situation. Yeah, yeah but of then course. I put, try to put yourself in Chase Rice's shoes for a second. Like, oh, you're, you're yeah. playing like you're you're doing what you're doing and like I don't know what their history was as far as like how long they dated or if they were just like hooking up or whatever. It seemed like something like, pretty substantial. But to like mm. see like your ex girlfriend rolling with this other guy and they're dancing and like this guy's and got no TV. idea. Then the guy comes and shakes your hand after the concert like that. Thanks for your service. And then man. That was a my, great the time. best was when Pete afterwards was like. Maybe Chase from? Rice will be singing at our wedding. Like, no, Who knows? no, he won't. He will not be like, singing he will at your wedding. Most definitely not. Wait, no one's, no one's ever said ever. I want Chase Rice to sing at my wedding. Okay, come on. I mean, I will say this. <laughs> I I M O. I M O. The best part of the whole episode was after like date, and you can tell like I said how much I kind of liked when they like interact with the producers. Yeah, you could tell like they're all with the producers and like yeah. Pete and like Pete's just talking to him. We say, hey man, like where are you from? And she's like, and he said, yeah, I'm like from Virginia or something, and. He said, oh, she's from, like, that <laughs> like that stuff was hilarious. Yeah. And, like, her talking to him and him just being like, I really don't care what you did. It's obvious that they dated, like, they went on a couple dates and they probably hooked up. But, oh, like, yeah. But, like, he obviously didn't ask her not to be on The Bachelor. Can we all be, like... Uh, oh, yeah, I, I don't think that was a thing. Why either. would he yeah. care? He's probably dated half the girls on this show. That's what That's I mean. Just, like, like, he's, the name probably, of the game. he's probably set. Like, you're a country music star. It's you're, not even that. You spend time in Nashville. You're fine. Uh, how many... How many boyfriends... I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. All these people live in Tennessee. They're all very attractive. Probably dated a couple country music singers. I'm just saying, like, yeah, Hannah, nice. Ann, Hannah Ann's probably dated a couple country music singers. She's only 23. She probably still has. Is That's Chase crazy. Rice better than Tennille Arts? That's the question. I, did, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I didn't know who that was. <laughs> the girlfriend. Is, is that what your yeah. friend Olivia yes, just commented? Yes. Thanks for and thank you, a, Olivia. It is a total, it's a total joke because Dude, who that is song that? was kind of fire, though. No one knows who Tennille Arts is. I, I, that, song, I, she, she, that song was kind of good, though. Was that, no, a, was that, that a female, right? 
Yeah. I think yes. she opened for someone that I saw in concert like this summer, but I didn't like go watch her. Gotcha. I want I don't know, but I pretty good. Good song. Don't follow her, but I like that song. Okay, right. okay it was well, catchy. Vic, yeah, Victoria F stuff happens. I don't know. Like, I get why it was a big was so deal. Weird. Yeah, I get why it was a big deal, but at the same time, kind of don't. Uh, okay, so like that was a whole thing. Then we go to the group date at the Browns, the Browns facility, a uh, little football game. That there. was the I craziest thing. Did I've you ever see seen. my tweet? Did anyone see my tweet? I didn't see your tweet. I'm I sorry. said this that was, was the, a bad I said, tweet. This was the, it was a bad tweet. Yeah, bad tweet. How is it a bad tweet? I think I'm going to like it. Screw you. Go what, look what, pull what it up. You want me I to said, pull it up? I said something along the lines of like, this is the best football that's been played in Cleveland in the last 50 years. And then years. you said one pride. Hashtag the bachelor, hashtag one pride. To make it funny, because I knew someone would be like, you're a Lions fan. I didn't need Joe Daniel come over the top like, you're a Lions fan. I get it. Yeah, but at Lions the same time, fan? I feel like the Browns being bad is so played out that it's not a funny joke. Everyone's like, okay, nice one, Dad. You got like six favorites, so I don't know what you're talking about. Sets favorites. Six nine, likes, whatever. Nine. I, nine. Just, I just gave Whoa. you one. Nice. Okay. Hashtag the Bachelor with this horrible little, the pilot little man, Pete, the little boy. Emoji. Yeah. yeah. Decent tweet, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that football was funny. I loved afterwards. Dude, when Josh Cribbs being the person was laugh up, laugh out loud, funny. Fired me that up. That was funny. And if you're like a guy from our, if you don't think of Josh Cribbs and immediately get think knocked of, out of him getting knocked out, no, oh, ju- that so I do. I think no, of. I think of that. <laughs> And I think of Rodney Ruxin in the show The League. <laughs> yeah, where it's yeah. Josh Cribbs. Every time yeah. I hear it, it's like Josh Cribbs. Every yeah. time I see him, I just think about that. But it was yeah. just like <laughs> NFL legend Josh Cribbs. NFL legend, yeah. I was He's a crying. legend as far as no, the no, turn men are Who was the older guy? I have I, no idea. He was no, because re- he was hilarious. It. He was like, he huddled the girls up and he was like, listen. We cannot let them run for a touchdown because no, no, it was it was even worse than that. He was like, we cannot let them run for the end zone because if they do, that's a touchdown and they score and that hinders our chance of winning. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I think they know that much about football. I would hope so. So I'm thinking about this. I'm like, these producers cannot think that this is actually right. like good. By the way, Dude, that was laugh. Josh Cribbs, I was crying. I love Josh Cribbs. By the way, though, shout out to my good friend Casey. Objectively good tweet. Don't listen to him on the Facebook Live. So there you go. Sorry, Casey. Oh, it's just it not a good tweet. tweet. It's thought, not a good tweet. I thought it was. Whatever. Leave me, leave me alone. It's very him. Let me tell it's my truth. Can yeah. you give him that? It's very rebellious. Okay, but the football thing, first of all, zero <laughs> run defense. Look at the Lions out there. It was outrageous. What is that sound? You hear that sound? I twisted the. Okay, don't. Stop, stop, stop. I don't like that one bit. I twisted I don't like the mic. For the people Sorry. listening, I twisted the microphone. Zero run defense out yeah. there. Uh, Kelly was decent at quarterback. Dude, Kelly's a beast. N- noodle arm, though. Yeah. Bad arm. Yeah. But that was Hannah cool. Ann was getting destroyed on some too. hits. I loved it. She was getting rocked. I thought it was great how, like, of course, like the last play of the game, it's like a tie game somehow. Yeah, I like, know, they're actually I getting know. in the end it's zone. Like, what? And well, then it's fake. Yeah, that I know. Part, that, the, the, I mean, it's fake. That, that was part of the show. Well, of course. That part of the show is fake. I thought they would make that fake to make it, like, go into overtime and there's more drama. But then they were just like, nope, they tied. Who was like, it? What? Who was running all over she the place? Shean. Shean was running four tubs. all over the She had four place. tubs. I, that's all four. I think it was 28-28, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, and she was, like, surprised. I didn't get a rose. I scored four touchdowns. Why didn't I get a <laughs> rose? Yeah, because Alea got one. Yeah, oh, we gotta talk about that. Okay. We, we, it's on. Don't worry, we will. We, so, yeah. What are we gonna do? A freaking play-by-play of the whole episode? That's what we usually do, isn't it? Is it? Uh, we'll move Don't on know. then. Okay, so yeah, Sorry. cocktail party. Sorry if cocktail I party. You. Here comes Alea. Okay. I, I, I right, think I offended Rabinowitz. No, he didn't offend me. <laughs> <laughs> when she walked, when she walked in, I was like, "This is awesome." But when she the walked, wave. when she walked, the yeah, the wave was great. I was like, "Here we go." But when she sat back down and Pete gave her the rose, I was just like, 
yeah. yeah. I was like, absolutely. That was awesome. Dude, the Huge wave. Huge for the show. The wave was maybe one of my favorite things I've ever but seen. It, but hold on. It but was it, so devilish. But it seems like, it seems like that Pete didn't know she was coming back. Yeah, I don't think he did. I don't think, well, like maybe he did, but. I'm assuming he asked her back. But it seemed like when she when he, she showed up because he was with she- Sheanne or whatever, yeah. and all of a sudden she's like, "Can I steal him for a minute?" First of all, you're Sheanne, like, no, like, no, uh, yeah. female dog, you're it, out. You can like, wait you your turn. Home. Yeah, yes, wait your turn. Right. That's the problem with all these girls. Like, they don't just be like, no, and then you don't they get cry behind the scenes. There's they're a lot like, of crime. They cry and they complain and they're like, "I just don't." And it's it's tie. girls. It's girls like Natasha McKenna. that piss me off because no, all they do is bitch it. and moan that they don't get they don't, I don't get any time with them. Well, all you do is sit back and talk about how you don't get time with them. Dude, like go speak with them. McKenna is grinding my gears, snake. My roommate, Listen, she's the my, worst. Shout out my roommate Zane. He goes, dude. I hope that she wins because she might be the craziest person I've ever seen. <laughs> He's like, it would just be. And laughable. she's twenty two. I mean, because that's why she's crazy. She's twenty two. Why are you on this show? But at the same time. <laughs> At the same time, McKenna is like crying. Just, I don't get enough time with Pete. It's probably been like a week since he yeah. just put her up on a dresser and started yeah. like ton darting. Yeah, right? don't worry, yeah. don't worry. You're not yeah, going. You're not yeah. going home till he gets his fix. Yeah, yeah. Like settle down. <laughs> like you're fine. He needs yeah. his fix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, you don't see Madison complaining. He has, she right. hasn't had a lot of time. Hannah Ann hasn't had a lot of airtime either since like the first episode or because two. they're winners. Yeah, that's why you don't need it. That's why I love Kelly because Kelly's so far out of the. Didn't even comment on the drama. Didn't even comment. I was just gonna say this whole preview for the next week. You know, there's all these people. Tammy's breaking down. Everyone's throwing stuff. They're all. Tammy was strong. Kelly been strong. Kelly is literally not mentioned in anything. She was not even in the preview. It's good. I like that. She's got to be the favorite. Kelly? Yes. There's zero dude, Trent. She is not the, the hotel, Colin. Dude, I, I do I do think she's had quiet confidence because they definitely hooked up in that hotel slash baned. But like <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but, uh, So that makes her the favorite. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, that, she's not quiet confidence there. But at the same time, they don't like you said, they don't give her enough airtime. Yeah. It's and bizarre. I, and uh, like just on an overall recap, I think the other Victoria might be on the hot seat. Yeah, dude, she definitely lied. I mean, like I don't, but dude, it's like I don't. I still don't like get the whole story of like they like they knew. Is it Victoria P? Yes. The blonde one. Victoria. Yeah. So listen, Vic- Victoria P's arguing. Go ahead, explain it to me. Well, like I'm no, five. okay. So we're going back to last week. Okay, yeah. who was it? Sydney brought up that can't you know, stand her. Sydney, she's a mess. Sydney brings up to Peter that Alea puts on for the camera, right? And that she's fake, and that she lies, and she's conniving, and she's not herself. Right. Welcome to the Peter. Bathroom. Peter asks. All the girls about it individually. I don't know if he did all of it, but they showed him asking Victoria P about it. Yeah. Victoria P said, "Well, actually, yeah, she is a little fake because she asked me to tell you that I didn't know her coming or not mention that we knew each other before the show." And then she was Peter was like, "Oh, well, how well do you know each other?" And she's like, "Well, we're just we just knew each other, you know. We yeah, never, we for weren't like three friends. Hours we're whatever. not friends, yeah. whatever." So yeah. then. Alea comes to clear her name, and she's like, well, actually, we planned a trip to Vegas and went together. So if you really want to get into it, yeah, we know each other. Yeah. And then Pete's like, "What? what's going on? <laughs> and then, yeah, so Victoria P. lied. You know, she lied, and she won't. That's like, if there's proof, like, can we just pull, like, like pull up a text? Like, yeah, did you guys, like, where's the pictures from Vegas? It's yeah. not even that. It's just, like, she kind of seemed whiny 
and just like was like needed his attention at every session. Like, yeah, I agree. Like, it, it she was, thinks she's like top dog now, so she gets to have him all to herself. Yeah, and it, it wasn't like I don't know. She didn't cut like the producers did not like make her look good, which is what they usually do for the person who's gonna win this show. Yeah, and, and, and like she didn't look good this episode. I like start. It's having me question if maybe she's gonna make it to the fantasy suites. Yeah, because I do think she's a hometown lock. And I also think Victoria F is going to get to the hometowns now. Really? She had a strong episode. She did. She did. But I still think Hannah, Anna, Madison. How many go to the to the hometowns? Four. Four? I mean, Hannah, Anna, Madison are locks. Yes. I think Kelly's up there, too. But Victoria, yeah. that last spot is, is, hey, there's a couple girls. That's what I'm saying. I'd like to see more of Savannah. Don't see a lot of her. I'd like to, I think she's very pretty. Yeah. I'd like to see more of her. She is. Um, I mean, they're all pretty. But other than that. Rose ceremony comes time. Obviously, it cuts off. It's to be continued. Next week is an hour or three hours long. Excuse me. It is. Pumped up for that. Gonna no, it's to... five hours. There's a three-hour episode on Monday, two-hour episode on Tuesday. No way. Yeah. So Why? you have to lock in. This is insane. Because they have so much footage. They just, ABC's got to be like, we got to drop the bed. We got to get as much money as we can. Yeah. All we right. Gotta, we got to get these Downey commercial money. I'm going to have to take notes during the next <laughs> yeah. one. But big... Big uh, rose ceremony to follow. Do we have any predictions of what's going to happen? Is Victoria P getting sent home? Is no. Alea getting sent back home? I think home? he sends them both home. Because all, all the girls are freaking Victoria out. Victoria P, there's no way she's going home, Trent. You don't think so? Zero chance. He knows she lied. Yeah, That's but... a big deal for him. Because he's it... just, he's like, big is deal it... for him. Is it? He's just, it's yes, so it is. Funny. Alea will be gone in like the first 10 minutes of the episode. And okay. we'll, we'll think it like, no one will care. Gone in what way? Like she's being sent home? Yeah. But he gave her a rose already. You think he takes it back? Yeah, something I like that. I send it back. Okay. <laughs> I take it back. All right. Well, good. Whatever. I that's it. I don't know. I think Best Victoria that... P's out. Yeah, I mean. I just do. I don't know. I think Highlight, Peter is yeah. way too soft to, like, deal with a liar. Yeah, he's, he's killing me. He's killing me. As what did Pete say? Oh, my God. When he did the Superman thing coming into Cleveland. When he, like, oh, they, yeah. dude, I was like, that is a red flag. What'd he say? He's, like, coming into the camera, and he's like, dude, 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 like, Superman. He's like, this is the hometown of Superman. It's like, I feel like Superman out here. This is where Superman's from, you know? And he, like, yeah. I, was thing, like, and I was like, uh, the whole episode, the whole episode, Pete was feeling really good about things, and he's just, he's got no handle over anyone. Funniest tweet I've ever seen, though, is, like, is Pete releasing new Apple products when he had that all black <laughs> turtleneck? That was one of the funnier tweets I've ever seen. That is funny. Oh, that's good. All right, well, that was our Bachelor Talk for the week of course episode five and apparently yeah. six next week so yep, to do. Let's, let's live up to our name now huh yeah let's talk about some sports here and what better way to talk about sports than opening up with america's favorite segment the motor city minute uh red wings kick off post all-star game action at madison square garden on friday night against the rangers at 7 p.m the rangers then come to little caesar's arena the following night at the same time Pistons looking to break a three-game losing streak. They lost to the Cavs at home 115-100 to on Monday. They are playing the Nets in Brooklyn as we speak, correct? Yep. They lost yeah. to them in it overtime the right now. on Saturday, and that is about it for the Motor City Minute, which I think might be one of the first ones that was actually under a minute long. How are you? Well, cool. How are you? It's, it's one of those really weird times to where, like, like we like there's, like, things to talk about, but there's, like, not. And, like, you can talk about – it's just – I don't know. Like, it's a dead season of sports. It's not even that. I think there's things to talk about, but the things we want to talk about would be stepping on our toes for later and, like, like Lions draft yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, we can't really get into Tigers yet. Like, I, I don't know. Exactly. Um, But with that being said, uh, I guess what we – the one thing that I wanted to talk about today, and, of course, as Colin said – 
we have draft stuff to do later in the year, so we're not trying to completely blow our coverage right now. But I, you've texted in group chat. I've been getting furious at these lines, like draft I, like stuff. You say mum for a reason. Yes. I believe it. So I want to like, what are you mad about? Are you mad about the Stafford <laughs> for Tua? Are you like, are you mad with like? Like drafting Okuda, what what is getting you so upset? I, I'm let me ask, are you also upset about something, or you're upset that I'm upset because you think I shouldn't care? No, no, I don't care about any of this. Okay, great. It's just great. Like, good it's, to know. It's this 97 one bait for <laughs> all season. Um, what I'm upset about is I know we talked, I think, I think we talked about the whole prospect of drafting two at three. Last week or two weeks ago, and I think we all kind of agreed, or at least I was very adamant about how it's ridiculous. You're not taking the guy at three. You don't need a quarterback in the first round. That's not your pick. Now what I is triggered me is hearing all these things about how, like, how, uh, like, how, like. That's my, my biggest pet peeve is when people yeah. say like all the time. I, I did it a million it. times. Um, you hear that Phillip Rivers is now, or the Chargers and Phillip Rivers are now going to part ways. So there's the prospect of the Chargers potentially trading into three, which I'm fine with. That's not, I don't care about that. But whatever these rumors are, or that I have to keep reading these things about how Stafford is being shopped around and they're going to eat the money and trade him this offseason, and that's the right move to do. I don't know what writers are writing about it, but I've seen it multiple times on Twitter. I know 97.1 has talked about it, about there's reports circling that uh, Bob Quinn is shopping Matthew Stafford and they're looking to send him away, and then they're going to draft two at three. It drives me insane because Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia already committed to this guy a month ago, so I don't know if they're just bluffing or what's going on. They are. It's but all I'm smoke freaking screen. out. Listen, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Can I, what I, the hell? I got you. I got you. Listen, it's all smoke Wait, screen. What are you, what are you he's, saying? He's upset. He doesn't want Stafford to leave. Well, they already came out and said he's not leaving. But what are what are these reports that like they're gonna trade in this there's offseason? There's no reports. Here's there what are it, no, reports. No, there's, there's reports. When you, the, like when you see that, it's people saying this is what the Lions should do, and it's from like some former NFL guy or something who doesn't watch the Lions and who doesn't realize how good Stafford was this season. Like people who always well, yes. Are, yes. people like will say like, oh, Stafford's fine, and they'll look at his numbers this year. It doesn't like quantify how like. Truly, he was like the whole offense. Yes, not of the course. whole. No, offense, he was though. But I mean, like how sharp he was. And, yeah. Like, he like when you like watch NFL. I didn't see five better quarterbacks this year. No, I didn't like, either. On the field when Stafford was healthy this year, like he just looked that good. That's what. And people are like, if you don't win a playoff game, they'll be like, maybe it's time for them to move on or well, something. Like, yeah. Let me elaborate on that for a second. So obviously Stafford is the guy because they committed to him a month ago, as you said, Rabinowitz. He missed the final eight games last season. But if we were to, if he was to duplicate his first half season success, he would have finished with five thousand yards, which would have been second in the league. Thirty eight touchdowns, which would have led the league. That would have been more than Lamar Jackson, who had thirty six, and then ten picks, which was less than Matt Ryan, Jimmy Garoppolo, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, other you know middle to upper tier quarterbacks. So based on those numbers, the Lions would be complete idiots to move on. And unless, unless this is the only thing, like if if the Lions do draft a quarterback, they know something we don't. Yeah, they know that his injury is pretty bad, and he's not. He just, you know, they've had conversations. The other thing is Matt Stafford is not public about anything, so yeah. that that makes it a little tough because we don't really know what's going on with him. But look, the Tua rumors is the 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 rumors the Lions are going to draft Tua Tagovailoa. They're interested. That's all smokescreen, in I, my opinion. I wish I will say this though. 
I wish they didn't come out and say Stafford's going to be your quarterback in the future. I wish they would have done that in-house a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. are you in a camp where you don't like the fact that they maybe like they are doing smoke screens? Like maybe we do, will draft to it. Like I would love if they went to Stafford and just be like, "Hey, we're keeping you like yeah. not like up on the up, whatever. We're just trying to get some trade." That'd value. be a chess move. Yeah. yeah. But well, they they came out in January. We're keeping Stafford. He's our quarterback of the future. Like you can't do that in private. Well, just yeah, to explain fair. to the people real quick, like what this is, what this smokescreen stuff is, quote unquote. It's it's look, you're trying to get maybe a team like the Dolphins to to reach and take make a deal with the Redskins at two to draft their quarterback and take Tua. In which case, Chase Young would fall to the Lions at three, or you're trying to get. You know, assuming Chase Young's going to be off the board, you're trying to get someone to trade with the Lions at three to move back, get more picks, and then you can take an Okuda or Derek Brown later on. That's what we mean by smokescreen. It's like a chess move, like Collins was just explaining. It's like all about trying to get more value, but keeping your true intentions, you know, under wraps. Yeah. And you see people do it all the time during the draft, just so they can be like, yeah, we're taking him. They don't want, like, they'll take him maybe out of, like, principle. But they're never gonna keep them yeah. or something like that. I I don't know. I the whole like I don't think Tua is going three either. I don't know when it, like this became like the perceived. Yeah, notion. I agree. Why is he so highly touted? Like after no, everything no. Happened. I mean, I guess he he. I mean, generational. Well, yeah, generational. You look at his tape. He has a bad hip, and he arguably like people talk about Joe Burrow arguably having one of the best wide receiver cores of all time. Look at Tua's wide receiver yeah, core. No kidding. And yeah. like, so it, it, I, I understand he's a very accurate passer, and the yeah. tape like doesn't lie when you see that. I, did, I think Tua's gonna drop a little bit. That's why I don't get the whole like. Well, people are gonna want him at three. If people want him at three, you have to trade. The of pick. course, and they, they, they will. I mean, Bob Quinn understands that. The other thing is with Tua, this is way too early. You know, yeah. the combine hasn't happened yet. That happens in what March? I'm curious to see you know, what his so, medicals look like. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, like, he's going to get a shot to – we we listen, for the sake – if you're a Lions fan, listen, you need Tua to just have a great combine. I mean, that, that, helps, well, that he, helps Detroit. He's he, not to be able to perform at it, obviously. I think he is. I don't think he is. Now, let me ask you this. Aside from the Tua when stuff – When's the combine? Like, in a month? Uh, it's, uh, it's in March. Yeah, there's no way he'll be able to go by then. You don't think so? He dislocated I, his I was, hip, I'm dude. reading that he can. I don't know how that's. Yeah, but works. he dislocated his hip in what was that December? No, well, I mean, yeah, it, was it was earlier. It was earlier than that. Let me let me ask November. you this. I don't know where this. I, again, that's another thing I saw on Twitter, which is where all the news comes from these days. Right. But whatever the mock draft was about, for some reason the Bengals drafting Herbert at one, Chase Young at two, and now Burrow is available at three. At that point, then are you comfortable with with taking Joe Burrow? No, absolutely not. No, you trade that pick. Okay, either way you tra- Even though I like I, where you guys' heads are at. Yeah, I like that. No. Yeah. Look, I I had a huge conversation with my roommates about this, about all the draft stuff last night. We just got talking about it, and we just had yeah. a huge conversation. It's It gets a little heated. We start throwing like throwing insults, and it's not good. But <laughs> the, the, th- I, the way my thing is, and we'll get into all this later as we talk about more and more draft stuff as it creeps closer because it is still January. You don't need a quarterback. You also you don't you don't need anything on offense except the O line. I mean, really. Yeah. Assuming you bring back Danny Amendola for the slot for one year, and my roommate tells me, well, you know, he's not a he's not a long term solution. The Lions' window to win is not long term, so you don't. It doesn't matter. You don't think that? This is where I disagree with you guys. I truly like hate the comparisons, and I hate people even mentioning 
that the Lions could possibly make a jump like the San Francisco 49ers. Because guess what? The way the San Francisco 49ers are constructed is, like, the only reason they were bad last year is because their starting quarterback got hurt. That is, like, yeah. literally, and, like, there's a lot of reasons why the Lions didn't win games this year because Daryl Bevel put them in positions on the offensive yep. side of the football to win a couple of games, and their defense so failed them. My my rebuttal to that is just that there are a lot of reasons. All of those reasons are on the defensive side of the ball, except yeah. for maybe run blocking on offense. Okay. Because right. other than that, even with like the lack of using the tight end, we st- Kenny Galladay still led the league in touchdowns. Yeah. Marvin Jones is fourth. So I just and Carryon was hurt for eight games or whatever it was. So the way I see it, I agree. I think there's a lot of reasons, but I think a lot of them are on the defensive side of the ball, and that's why I feel like in this draft, you have to. I mean, the the first three rounds better be defense or yeah. or, or offensive linemen. And now now we talked about this, and I want your guys' thoughts on this too. What what if the Lions take an alignment in the first round? I at, I at five or eight, the kid from Alabama. Or the I kid wouldn't from hate it if way they lower. if they traded back and they took an old lineman. I wouldn't kill it. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't like hate it because the way it looks now, you're probably gonna let Glasgow walk. And why is Stafford hurt? Stafford got hurt because he gets hit too much. That's just the fact of the matter. I want to say something else too. If they, this is way off topic. This is talking about free agency. If they let Ashawn Robinson go, I will be visibly angry. Yeah, because <laughs> I and they might, they might. And I will tell you this: he will be good wherever he goes because he was very underappreciated for this Detroit Lions I organization. So yeah, he was arguably their best defensive interior defensive lineman the last three years, and he was barely getting on the field sometimes. He was definitely the best last year. Yeah, or, I, I mean this like, year, yeah. I guess technically and it's still like, this year. I think it was was it. Caldwell's last year, he was really, really good, I think. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. yes, because then when yeah. Patricia's first year, he, he, came, he comes DNP. in and he got he got a DNP coach's decision. Healthy yeah. scratch in the I'm, first game. It's I'm, like, what are you doing? I'm just saying, I'm just I'm bookmarking this. When Ashawn Robinson <laughs> leaves, he's gonna be really good wherever he goes. Just okay. saying. All right. Well, that's where we wrap up our, our our Lions talk for again. We have the draft is months away now, so we will uh Wait on that. Uh, to finish the show today, we will do our, um, our another, I guess, favorite segment of ours that we enrolled last week. We had one person get engaged there, Brennan McCarthy. Thanks for coming. Uh, our Who Am I game that we played last week. Uh, the the person last week was Louis Delmas. Uh, I got that one correct because I waited it out, weathered the storm. Colin jumped the gun too early, guessed job at best. Stupid. Incorrect. Patience is a virtue. Incorrect. Really so uh, as far as the rotation goes, it is now Ryan Collins' turn to present the figure. Again, this is a Detroit sports person. I didn't say personality. Detroit, Detroit sports athlete, player, past or present. Collins will give us roughly, I don't know, X amount of clues because he was supposed to prepare for this one. Slipped the mind. It's okay. We forgive him. It is what it is. Uh, and then Trent and I will secretly – oh, i got to give you – hold on. Can i got to get you this piece of paper over here. I don't know if I need one. Oh, i got to slip the answer to you it. Slip the I answer thought you were talking him. for taking notes. I was, no, getting, I was no, trying no. to get cocky. I gotta, but... This is like some ASMR that I'm just like doing this in the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Here's your piece of paper. So once you get this – once you get your guess, it could be on clue number one. It could be on clue number ten. Once you think you have your guy – you have a pen over there? Do you yeah, have a pen I can one? borrow? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, Collins. Here, give me that one. Oh, Collins Next. has one? This is, might be mine. This is, this is mine. Yeah, it was From over last here. last week? 
I didn't touch it. Yeah, I think <laughs> I dropped chapstick one time, and I think okay. it's still on the floor over here. Well, all right. Yeah. But I'm not sure pen. if it's mine, so I'm not going to use all it. All right, so for the people at home <laughs> so playing along, the red flag. The you people, just leave it there? Well, I don't know for sure if it's mine. Like, Should I think I dropped my chapstick, and then I'm like, eh. For the people on Facebook Live that are listening right now, feel free to comment when you think you know the answer. Uh, for you people listening to this in podcast version, uh, either on the website or on Spotify or iTunes, how are you? Uh, feel free to play along at home. So, uh, without further ado, Ryan Collins, let's do the honors. Are we doing it in, like, third person? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I. Yeah. Not... Who am I? Okay. Not who is that. And take your time on this one. Yes, sir. I'm kind, sir. Of, I'm yes, kind sir. of flying through that last one. All right. I am from Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Okay. Doesn't help, doesn't help anyone. But right. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. I split a time at two different universities. The reason I transferred was to get closer <laughs> to my mother, who was sick. Shouldn't laugh at that. No, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at you. You're so thorough in your description. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. The reason why. That first school he started off with was at Arizona, U of A. Nick His, Foles. At, he went there from 2001 to 2003. He transferred to Georgia Tech and went there from 2003 to 2005. Says. Okay. I think I already know who this is. I have no idea. I don't even know what sport the guy. We don't even know what sport he plays yet. I think I have it. I'm gonna wait a little bit. Are you I'm right? Gonna, you want me to tell you what sport he's in? No. No, no. Just do it. Do you do it? Or you okay. have to do it. Don't help him. Well, he was an undrafted free agent in the NBA. I got it. I before think I got it. signing with the Golden State Warriors in 2006, where he played 17 games. That might have thrown me off a little bit. If you got to lock it in, I, I have no idea. I'm not idea gonna yet. lock it in until I'm absolutely sure. From 2006 to 2008, he went overseas and played in Tel Aviv. <laughs> Do you know where Tel Aviv is? All right. <laughs> I think Greece. Greece. Dude, that no, right. no. Israel. Let Israel. Me look at that. Yeah. Israel. Check that. Oh, you Gre- got it. Greece or Israel? <laughs> Israel. Sorry. 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 In 2008. He came to Detroit Pistons and was able to stick. I did not mean that. <laughs> that was so bad. But uh, he came to the Pistons in 2008 and stayed until 2014. Okay, that's huge. Okay. I am 99% sure. I got to wait one more clue. After his time wore out with the Detroit Pistons, he went back overseas to China and played with, uh, not even to try and pronounce the name of this team, <laughs> but he played in the CBA in 2015. Okay. Do we have a number on how many clues he's been give, he's given so far? I'm just gonna stop when I feel like. Okay. It, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes you feel better. That's fine. Okay. You ready? I think I have an idea too, but I I'll keep going. This Detroit Piston recorded a career high 20 assists and a hundred a 101 to 87 victory over the Washington Wizards. It marked the first time. A Piston player had 20 or more since assists since Isaiah Thomas had 21 against Washington in 1985. Can you tell he's reading it right off the Wikipedia page? Yes, you can. That threw me off. I Now I'm backtracking. Okay, I'm submitting my answer. Okay. Trent is correct. Let's go. Oh. Let's go! Okay, I, yeah, I mean... Going, yeah, I need your help, man. I, okay, okay. <laughs> you go You go until you feel comfortable. Give no, me no, a no, warning no, about no. Okay, I got you. I got you. His most productive season in the NBA 
and the most minutes he played was in 2009 with the Detroit Pistons. He started 20 games, averaged 26.5 minutes per game, and averaged 10 points. 2009 and 2010, that was that season. You can get this. You should be able to. I'm not going to be that guy that got to the finish line first and then just encourages you, but you can totally get this. I'm still thinking. I'm so in, I'm so deep in the music right now. What is this from? What movie? Who wants to be a millionaire? Is this what it is? Oh, okay. yeah. No one watches that show. It used to. I mean, you know Chris Harrison's the host of that? Really? People don't people no one knows. That's who that. does in the off season? Oh, I get, no, he does it during The Bachelor. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he I don't know how he does it. I mean I guess you like schedule like I don't know, a couple episodes at once. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't sidetrack. <laughs> and he was the NBA D lead rookie of the year in 2006. With what team? I think I know, but I'm not gonna. Doesn't matter. I, not gonna help. Yeah. He ended his time in North America on the Windy City Bulls in 2016 and 2017. <laughs> it's not the guy I was thinking of. You can do it. Do you need another clue? I, I'm going until you tell me that you're done giving okay, clues. Okay, I, I, I'm basically out of clues. Yeah, we're done giving clues. Can you go through them all again? I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm not I'm going through them all. I'm just kidding. I, um, let, me think, let me think of... I might have a clue for you. One second. I don't like... If I get it wrong, I get it wrong. How I'm about just, that? I'll give you one more. On April 5th, 2009, he scored a franchise record 26 points in the fourth quarter to lead Detroit to a 104-97 victory over the Charlotte Bobcats. He had 26 in the fourth and finished the game with 32 points. This has to be a guard. Yes. Are you good with jersey numbers? No, no, don't, no. Don't. I'm not going to tell him the jersey number. I'm going to tell him another player who wore the same jersey. No, yeah, that, that'll give it to same, me. That'll give it to me. I'm really good with jersey numbers. Okay, all right, all right. Oh gosh! I'm gonna remember this because once once we're done he here, came I'm gonna... in in 06. Dude, do you want do you want me to give you like the frame of reference on, of the hold... players he played with? No, no, no. I'm gonna hold on. Because I can give you a frame of reference of that roster if you want. Here we go. I'm locking mine in. I don't I don't I don't need a frame of reference. Here we go. Here's my lock in. Just tell me if I'm wrong or right. You are correct. Really? Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Yes. Good for me. Who I'm was it, good. Collins? It was Will Biden. Yes. Will the Thrill. Yes. Uh, I was on J. I was fixing it on Jason Maxiel for so long. That was the two I was like deciding. On. Was it? Was he really? Yeah. All right. There sure. it is. That's if, the who uh, am if, I? If we did the Jason Maxiel thing, do you do you guys remember watching that video later? I think it was last year where Jason Matziel like went to his wife and was like, "Yeah, it sets with over 450 people." <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, well, I was yeah. in the NBA and I was like, "Why is Jason Matziel on my timeline?" Yeah, yeah, I'm like, "Who cares about this?" I never heard that this? before. In my I was life. like, "How horrible of a no, human do you have to do?" That? He's a scumbag. Really? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I've, I mean, if I've you're doing that, Pistons still, legend though. Yeah. All right, hey, guys. live update. Pistons are down two heading into the fourth quarter. Awesome. Uh, right where, halftime, right where you want to be. Right where Please lose. Right All right, where you want to be. All right, so Will Bynum was the guy. That's uh, episode or edition two of Who Am I? That was good stuff. I got it next week. All right, you guys might have better study up because because I think we went back to back. Oh, we went Lions Pistons. So we'll see.
Uh-oh. If you do a Red Wings player, I'll probably no, we'll take see. a take a swing with my eyes closed. We'll see. Um, other than that, we got anything else today? Or is that it? No. Okay, with that, uh, thank you to our Facebook livers for tuning in today. That's going to be all for today's episode of the Motown Rundown. For Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins, I'm Ryan Rabinowitz. Submit any questions, comments, or suggest topics for the show at Motown underscore Rundown on Twitter or on Facebook at the Motown Rundown page. Do not miss a single episode of the show. We are now on iTunes. We are on Spotify. We have new episodes every week. We will see you next time. You have been listening to the Motown Rundown, brought to you by Impact 89 FM WDBM. For all your Michigan State and Detroit sports coverage, visit impact89fm.org sports, and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes.